morning, everyone. How are we going? Got Good. our first visitor. Yep, a very, very special guest. Very first uh, podcast guest for the yeah. Modern Ancestral Man. We've got Matt Kershaw from uh, Primer Ancestral. Is that right, mate? That's right. Yeah. Good to be here. Check him out on, on the old Instagram when you get a chance. Um, he's, he's definitely very aligned with the message that we've been throwing out over the last six months or so. Yeah. So uh, we'll have a chat with, with Matt today about his sort of health journey, how he got here. Um, he's a, can I say, renowned health coach in Perth. Is that uh, Go for fair it. to say? Yeah, I did read one of the one of the YouTube comments. Uh, another charming Aussie it said on there. So uh, now we've got one on the podcast. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna have a bit of a chat about you know his journey. Um, you're a, a, a Rivero health coach, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Through Sean Baker. Sean Baker. So people in the uh, the carnivore scene will know Sean's name. He's 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 out there. Sort of him, Paul Saladino. Can we, we can't really mention the liver king anymore, can we? <laughs> Unless you mention um, steroids. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit Everybody controversial. <laughs> yeah, Pretty yeah. obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, we've, um, yeah, we kind of, can't say, can we say hooked up on Instagram? We uh, made a connection. Made a connection. Made a connection. Yeah. And uh, you, know, you got some pretty good stuff in there, very aligned with what we've got, some entertaining videos. I did like the one you've done recently with the, the lady in the cereal aisle. Someone called me a, a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I destroyed her. Yeah. She hasn't yeah. come back yet. I don't know if she's yeah. seen it. But. Where, where did you find that video? I can't believe people are making a video like that. It's crazy. Uh, mate, some of the uh, posts you make on Instagram are so enjoyable. They've got such a good message that we resonate with. But the creativity that you're doing with, you know, like words popping out of your hands and stuff like that, they're unreal. I really enjoy them. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, the, the content's really good. It's, uh, it's, it's yeah, very, very similar to what we've got. But this, this one will be... This podcast will be in the new year, so we've probably got one coming out before this one about goal setting and, and different bits and pieces f- for the new year. Everyone talks about sort of New Year's resolutions and whatnot, and we were going to probably discuss, you know, how or, you know one of the things is fitness in the new year. Everyone's got that f- first year of January; they want to get fit again. So we'll probably being mostly over forty-five year old guys. We've got young Mick over there in Queensland. He's yeah, you're nearly forty, mate. No, mate, still a few years off yet. 30, <laughs> Come on, 38 in 30, the new year. 39 and a half. <laughs> snapper. But, yeah, just and just the importance of, you know, building muscle or, or gaining muscle as you get a little bit older and how that helps with health. But, um, yeah, we'll just we'll just kind of flow with the conversation. It's, it's, it's an honour to have a guest on with us, so that's really, really good. Appreciate you taking the time to come and have a chat with us, Matt. So, no um, yeah, maybe, yeah, just give us a, a few minutes sort of rundown of, of how you got to this point um, in your in your health journey, and then we'll sort of chat from there. We'll do. I think for me, it was a, it's been a very long journey. A lot of people have severe health problems, and then a lot of people switch to carnivore, for example, or something meat based. They can do it pretty quickly. But for me, I didn't have that sort of info that we have now. Uh, way back in I think 2013, 14, I was listening to podcasts on on paleo. Yeah. So carnivore wasn't really yeah. a thing. It was Rob Wolf and yeah. you know others in that area. So I was yeah. onto that, and I um, I sort of started to soak up the information. And I had a range of health issues. Had a bit of a gut. I was drinking a lot. I was severely addicted to sugar, which is it's pretty hard to get get rid of those cravings. Mm. Carbs, mm. bread, just anything that was processed, I would I would demolish it. You know, go to a party or there'll be a work function, just demolish the donuts, the cupcakes, everything. And I was proud of it. It's like, yeah, I can eat. <laughs> I'm just going to smash through it. <laughs> Look at that guy go, you know. <laughs> and were you overweight? No, just had had no muscle definition. Yeah. Had a bit of a beer gut. And one day I looked at a photo and I just saw it. I was like, what is that? You know, you don't really, you don't notice. It just creeps up on you as you but get But make good on you for noticing it because yeah. I reckon that's where most blokes come unstuck is – and I look at them and I go, you've got to this point, at which stage did you not look in the mirror and go, oh, shit, I've got to do something about this before it gets you know, yeah, too far. Complacency. So good on you for yeah. identifying it. Yeah. And I had a, a range of health issues. I call it low-grade inflammation. Yeah. Sounds so, like the Australian, standard Australian diet there. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, I think with sugar and alcohol on top of that, it just really doesn't help. Yeah. And just noticed I was waking up, I was tired, lethargic the whole yeah, day. Yeah. I had brain fog. I think the big one was eczema. Okay. And I have these huge outbreaks and cover half my body. It's, it's, it's pretty intense, you know. Yeah, Just, yeah. You look in the mirror and you think it's 
what is it? You yeah. go to the doctor, yeah. you go to the chemist, you get creams. It's, not it's an internal thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, you just put these creams on it, like it, the flare up starts to disappear, but then it comes back again. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I was listening to these podcasts, I thought, it has, has to be diet related. It's not, not a normal thing. Mm. Our ancestors wouldn't have had these flare ups and would have had brain fog and all these other health issues, health issues that we have. It's got to be something internal. So it's just started to, it was clicking slowly. In my head. Yeah, often the skin is the uh, the signal, isn't it, that something's going wrong inside. Skin, yeah. Mm. And that was another thing. Looked in the mirror. And I was overseas for years. I was working in Vietnam, came back, and a couple of my friends here said, what's going on? You look different. You don't look well. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't look well. I had really pale skin. I had, like, this mixture of oily and dry skin, bad dandruff, bags under my eyes. Yeah. Uh, mm. That was another wake-up, like, don't look well. Yeah, basically yeah. they're saying you, you know you look like shit. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> your, your body does give you subtle clues, doesn't it? Like you don't notice them. Maybe like Rue was talking about earlier, like how do people let themselves get to a certain point? Well, it creeps up slowly, doesn't it? And maybe you, you see yourself in the mirror every day, so you don't often no, notice mm. these small changes. You know, maybe I've got some darker rings under my eyes. Maybe I'm getting a bit more of a gut, whatever it is. And then before you know it, you're in that uh, that bad state. So. Yeah, mm. and Matt obviously had the benefit of honest mates as well. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, you put a bit of pudding on there, mate. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> I reckon that's, you know, you got to have honest mates as well and there shouldn't be any reason why they can't tell you that you're looking like shit or you put a bit of weight on or whatever. People in glass houses do. You, know, you don't want <laughs> to yeah, yeah. cast the first stone. Or yeah. whatever it's, so yeah. was that your moment, Matt, when your mates uh, sort of saw you when you got back from Vietnam and you decided to make some change or was there something else? It, that it was and I had in my head for a while, like, got to clean up my diet, got to work out. I had this vision like me being healthy and strong. This is when I wasn't strong, maybe 2014. Came back to Australia 2015. I was working with someone and she said she had a gym membership and I thought, all right, sign me up. I'm going to start. I remember lifting 30 kilos and um, I struggled just with the light weights. I went home and I was sore for days. because I hadn't, I hadn't exercised for 20 years. Oh, I wow. thought, I'm going I'm to keep going. Mm. I just kept going for three years at the gym. Um, just listening to just soaking up all the information from podcasts and I was getting more info. I think it was Saladino on um, Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh with Macalia. Yeah, yeah, the Lion Diet. And I listened to them. I was like, wow, this is a thing. Full meat. It's a few years ago. I can get on board with this. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit, it was out there. Yeah. Not wacky, but like, that's pretty extreme. But I listened to more and more and it started to click. Like our ancestors would have been very meat heavy. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Even um, all the stuff we do. All the stuff we the do. Sun. Getting yeah. out the sun. All those, yeah, all those things. But I thought diet's the key. Cleaned it up. Went, started to go more and more meat based slowly. Cutting out more things. I cut out grains, sugar, um, all the processed carbs. Cut out a lot of alcohol. That's a big thing. I yeah. have occasional drink on the mm. weekend, but that was a big thing. So my gut disappeared. Yeah. Happened, that happened pretty fast. Yeah. Going it's to the gym and just cutting all that junk out, just mm. lost the gut. It's Started to build up muscle. Yeah, dropping the alcohol is a big one, I reckon. It's just empty calories, isn't it? We've empty talked calories, about it. It's yeah. a toxin. The body preferentially gets, you know, prioritizes that to get rid of out of your body and all the other things sort of get stored as fat. So mm. what was the just um, a fat storage. Yeah. What was the training protocol that you had in those initial days um, at, at the gym? What were you It doing? was around... I started 2015, sat at the gym for about three years, just standard yeah. weights, just yeah. following what everyone else was doing. I didn't really know at the beginning. Um, and then I saw Ninja Warrior on TV. Oh, yeah. I think I was sitting back with a beer. I was like, I can yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it. And I, was, and I was going to the gym for three years and I had one session there. And I, I remember I couldn't even physically, it was hard to drive home. My arms were just, yeah, they were yeah. stuck on a, my forearms were just bulging. Like this yeah. is this is above and beyond what anyone would do at a gym, and I was hooked. I was yeah. like, I'm going to get strong, and I did that for two years. Yeah, just kept going yeah, with right. uh, Ninja Warrior training and all the guys on TV from Perth. They train there. Yeah, I mean, they I'm nowhere near them. They I look at them like next level. Yeah. Next level. They they call them next next level ninjas. Yeah, yeah. That's the name. Yeah, right. Um, but I yeah I learned from them about how to train, how to work out, how to not how to gain muscle. I took that on myself with just all the information I was getting from podcasts. And then I started a course in nutrition. So I took oh, yeah. that on myself. Yep. 
Um, and then I got into bouldering, which is climbing without ropes. Yeah. So it's like a full body workout, basically. Yeah, I noticed a lot of your posts on Instagram have got your um, climbing. Yeah. Um, like rock it's face climbing. Work. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Works your full body. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're quite nimble getting up there. Like you're, you're swinging and you're, your legs up, foot's it's up nice. there and your hands it's there. a lot of um, explosive movements. Yeah. You mm. do that for about 20 seconds, have a bit of a rest for a minute, and then you do it again. So it's yeah. like those hard explosive movements using yeah. your hands, forearms, your core, yep. using your legs, a lot of flexibility. Yeah. So that for me, that's a nice natural movement. And then I incorporate some weights to do calisthenics, weighted calisthenics. Yeah. Add that as well, handstands. Yeah. So you're, you're talking before about sort of initially getting into the gym and that first, I think we've we've talked about it on previous podcasts about that that initial, haven't, haven't worked out for 20 years, you go to the gym, mm. you do that initial workout, it's hard lifting 30 kilos, you're sore for four days. I reckon at that point there's a lot of people who go, that is too hard, I'm not doing that again. Would, mm. you, would you have any advice for those type of people that, you know, is it, is it a mindset thing? We did talk about goal setting in the last podcast. Do you need some goals? I mean, Matt and I, Matt Smith and I were talking about, you know, goal setting and we're kind of the type of people that say, if we're going to do something, we just go and do it. Do we, do we need a short-term goal or would you have any advice for those people out there? Because your story would be similar to a lot of people, you know, um, have, have several issues, don't know what it is, you know, how do they start? And that first one of going to the gym and getting through that initial hard phase of, you know, the doms of two or three days soreness, mm. yeah. Did you did you have anything in there? You just, I'm going to do this. I've, I've got this long-term goal. I'm just going to get it done. I already had that vision. I could yeah, picture yeah. myself as being fit and strong Yeah, with more muscle. I just yeah. had that vision. We, we actually and I, I wanted to hit there. I didn't know how long it was going to take. Yeah, and I mm. thought just persevere. First, the first session in the gym for twenty years, it yeah. kind of hurt, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? And then you, yeah. you keep going. Yeah. yeah, and I saw older guys in the gym. I thought, well, they're doing it. Yeah, you know, why can't I? Mm. Why can't I? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we did we we talked in our goal setting one we've just done. We talked about uh, Visualiz visualization and, and how big it can be. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about your protocol? Do you still go to the gym? No. 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 It's, it's more the calisthenics and it's more the climbing. There's a there's a small gym at the bouldering centre. Uh, yeah. So uh, we yeah. warm up there, do cool downs, or if we're sore, if we're a bit tired of climbing, we just yeah. hit the gym. So they've got all the weights. They've got everything we need, all the yeah. equipment. Cool. Yeah. Do you still lift lift at all? Do you lift weights I, still? Occasionally. Yeah. Still have to work my legs because bouldering's pretty much upper body. Yeah. There's a bit yeah. of legs, but still need to do squats and weighted squats. Yeah. Well, I reckon bouldering would be pretty ancestral. Absolutely, the ancestral man. Yeah. We've been bouldering around. And what a great way to exercise because yeah. you're in you're in nature, you're in fresh air, you've got yeah. some sunlight beating down on you. It's it's very, yeah, it's it's very aligned with uh, sort of what Definitely. we're into. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. So we've we've done a, a few podcasts back when we were early on. We all had sort of three things. What would we do if we were health president of the world? You know. Klaus Schwab had given us, <laughs> <laughs> given us the, the power. keys to the <laughs> keys to the world. What three things would you recommend for uh, someone that's sort of kicking off or you know wants to get into health and be healthier? Mm. What three things would you do? I think we sort of things like sunlight and well, we won't steal his thunder. No, nah, okay, yeah, we'll let, let him, him go. go. Yeah, yeah. If you were king of the we'll world and the world had to comply, a mandate or else, yeah, or else. Yeah. <laughs> My mandate. Yeah. I don't have yeah. to give a mandate on diet. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the, the there might be a few vegans that dis dis yeah. disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a big one is, is for me and I think for a lot of people is, is diet. And I think for guys that hit 40 and beyond, it's important to sustain a healthy diet. And that's really keyed into, ties into testosterone levels too. Yeah. And you talked about it on a different podcast I listened to, which yeah. is great. Um, yeah, there's a lot of evidence behind eating meat and especially fatty meat to improve testosterone and, and to gain more muscle. And I noticed that and I've got two boys and they, they said that as well, like, Dad, you're, you're ripped. Like, must have been all that muscle. Mm. They noticed in the last year and a half because I had some before, but it's really been more pronounced in the last year and a half with eating a lot more meat, eat like up to a kilogram a day. Yeah, right. So it's all all that's really heavy protein, bioavailable protein. Yeah. From getting that and all the the great nutrients in 
in meat as well. And is that testosterone link with the meat eating, with the cholesterol? Does that influence the testosterone production yes. with the higher cholesterol all, in the meat? All linked together. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say to people simply just increase your red meat intake. Uh, for people that don't eat much, you, you can eat as much as you like. I can go one kilogram, have no problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely red meat and fatty, fatty red meat. There's evidence to suggest that fatty cuts can increase it even more. Sure. So that's, that's a big one. Just, um, just out of Maddie, curiosity. Can I ask, yeah. are you, are you selective with your meat source? Yes. So are you, are you grass fed? Are you, are these things that, uh, that you look into yourself or, or you're not as fussed with, with the type of meat? I am pretty picky. Uh, there's a lot of, I guess you call them carnivore celebrities. They just say, eat whatever. But I, yeah. I, there is a difference between rubbish meat from the supermarket that's grain-fed and grass. I go grass-fed from a local butcher, and I ask them where they source from, and they said, there's some local farms in Margaret River. I'm like, beautiful. And yeah. I said, is everything, it, what, what meat here is free-range? What, what, what's grass-fed? <clears throat> and the butcher gave me this look. He said, Look, everything is. Oh, really? He's looked at me like, but that's Great. a stupid question. I'm like, <laughs> I've come to the right place. This yeah. is the right butcher. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen everything wow. here. That's awesome. Yeah. I think so, there's a huge difference in grain-fed versus grass-fed when you look at the nutrient content and uh, how good it is for you. So, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fatty acid yeah. profile. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also with nutrition, you're getting that, you're getting vitamin A from meat, but even more from organ meat. So I'm, I'm, I'm big on that. What, what's your favourite organ meat? Because a lot of them do taste like shit. They, <laughs> they do. Liver's, liver's a strong one. Yeah. yeah very powdery, I, isn't it? Yes, they You the, can cook it. The, yeah. the texture. Um, you can mix it in with mints or something. You yeah. can hide it. Especially oh, yeah. with kids that yeah. need a little bit. Mix it yep. in. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, Barbell I, foods do a good one. A powdered uh, powdered beef liver. Grass fed. Grass finished. Definitely Who's go with the, yeah. the, the good supplements if you drop it in, don't want to Drop it in it. for mm. the kids. Yeah. Yep. They won't eat it. Uh, I like heart. Mm. It's a, it's like a, tastes like a fatty muscle meat. It, it is a muscle. Yeah. 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 Even though it's classed as an organ. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, ox heart, sheep heart, like a good, good breakfast meat for me. Yeah. Right up in butter. Yeah. Nice. My friends say, um, yeah, that's not a, a typical breakfast. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do you order these through <coughs> your butcher mate that you just mentioned? Yep. 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 They're all there. Yeah. It's got everything. Right. It's got, um, I, I like kangaroo as well. Oh, I love kangaroo. Oh, how good is kangaroo? Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah, it's really fi- sells it. quite fine, h- hard to find now because I was getting it at the local supermarket, uh, like nice kangaroo steaks, but they're not they're not putting them on the shelves anymore. So yeah. supply and demand, maybe people don't... Yeah, I don't the know. Prices so did go up too, I noticed, during COVID, and that's with a lot of things, and prices didn't come yeah. back down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But your butcher's providing you a roux? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's uh, been stocking it for the last couple of months, so I was, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, good. Jump on yeah, that's that. That's great. Yeah. And is that just um, meat? Uh, sorry, muscle muscle meat from the roux, or you eat? Yeah, muscle meat. There, yeah, yeah. steaks. Yep, yep. You don't steaks. eat organs okay. from the roux. Is that a thing? I haven't found them. Yeah, right. I haven't found them. Yeah. If you know of any, I would. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. give it a go. Yeah. So I'm sure any any dude out there can just go and <coughs> find their local butcher eh, and ask a few questions, mm. uh, like you have, to source some good quality meat. And oh, organs. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's I plenty of butchers around, good butchers. That's the way to go. There's yeah. such a big difference. And I'm sure you notice with the taste when you go. Yeah. Yeah. Buy it from the supermarket versus the butcher. And the colour of the fat. And the, yeah. Colour of the meat. Yeah. yeah. And you're supporting a, a, pro, a family, probably family owned business as opposed to a corporate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there's good online ones in Perth. Dirty Clean Foods, a really good one. Yeah. I think ginger and beef do some grass-fed, uh, grass-finished stuff yeah. as well. So mm. there's some online, and those yeah. guys deliver if you're in the suburbs. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I know. So if you can't get down to a local butcher or something like that, sometimes they can be all right. Yeah, I know Dirty Clean do organs. Yeah, beef, they also beef, do a mixture. Dirty Clean, tallow. they do a um, get some tallow. they mm. do a beef mince with a bit of organ mixed in. I think it's like 75, 25 percent yeah, right. or something yeah. like that. So you can trick your kids and trick yourself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there's a place I found called Mahogany Creek. Oh, yeah. You have to. They've got a website you need to order online and then they give you a call and confirm the order. Right. You can get camel. I've ordered oh, yeah. water buffalo mints. Oh, wow. wow. Kang- yeah. Kangaroo. Got yeah. root tail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they got wow. a, a lot of different stuff there. Yeah. And yeah. they, it's more like a, they're a wholesaler. you got to go to the back door. They give you a yeah, box. Yeah. Yeah. They have a shop front. <laughs> yeah. But they sell to some some restaurants in Perth. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'd like yeah. to try they some have a out. distribution centre here in Perth. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are yeah, they cool. in Mahogany Creek or... Uh, I think it's up near Balga. 
Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Check him out online. Where's Mahogany yeah. Creek? Never heard of that place. Oh, that's up in the Perth Hills. Oh, right. Near Mundaring, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, just the name of the business. Yeah. yeah. Matt, um, I'm interested. Did you ever do any testing uh, sort of before and after you started your wellness journey in terms of like your cholesterol or your testosterone or any sort of markers or I were you have. just guided by how you felt? Um, and I, I'm not asking you to give no, specifics, no. but just... Um, <laughs> no, no, it's good. good. Really good question because I think some, that's something we need to check. Yeah. I didn't check it in the past, but I checked it, might have been four or five months ago. Mm. Went to the GP, got the blood test done. He, uh, yeah, he asked me, I can talk about the blood test in a moment, but he, he, he was funny about it. Yeah. I said, why? He said, he said, he said why? why he said, I that? said, can you check my testosterone? <laughs> check all my levels. Yeah. I said, especially, um, I want to check iron. Yep. Um, he said, he asked me all these questions about what I eat and he, his eyebrow raised a little bit when I said <laughs> it's really meat heavy. He said, uh, it, it basically changed everything into a negative. Yeah. Yeah. He said, uh, we're going to have to check your cholesterol levels. It's like, fair enough, do it. And I said, I like to optimize, uh, my sun exposure. I like vitamin D. He's like, we'll check for skin cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Real glass half empty. I don't have any spots. Hey, yeah. I've got a tan, like yeah. no spots. You know. Yeah, I, uh, but it was interesting. When I asked my doctor for, I did, I did that, and the reason why I asked him was, well, similar to you, sort of changed my eating habits. I said, I've changed my eating habits. I want to check this, this, and this, just to make sure that everything's cool. Uh, when I asked for testosterone, he said something along the lines of, why did you want to test that? I said, well, yeah. <laughs> why not? He, 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 and he said, well, if, it, if it's low, we'll have to do something about it. That was his response. <laughs> there you go. Too hard basket. What? If it's low, yes, we will do something yeah. down. That's why I'm testing it. Come on, man. The guy I saw was similar. I said, can you test my testosterone? And and he's like, okay. Why? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, why? And I said, I, I like to optimize my testros yeah. testosterone. I'm trying to increase it naturally. He's like, wow, you can do that? That's a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Are you for real? This is a, a doctor. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably a good segue. <laughs> good segue really into... Ways to boost testosterone naturally. Yeah, we, we, we've only given you one. We're still um, still on the I'm nutrition, still on but nutri we can yeah, circle I, back to that. We'll yeah. circle back to that. So yeah. as they say, circle back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. With the blood test, he I had got my testosterone tested. It was seven hundred and something. It's good, good, healthy range. Yeah. Mm. He said a lot of iron, high iron levels. It's available. Um, slightly high cholesterol levels. Total testosterone uh, uh, cholesterol levels. I said, well, what about my triglycerides? Because that I mean that's a, that's a really good measure of mm. true health. He said, oh, yeah, tri triglycerides are low. I'm like, well, that's within a normal range. Mm. And if you compare that to my total cholesterol levels, which are slightly elevated, it's all within a healthy range, isn't it, Doc? And he said, well done, detective. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? I was like, is there anything else? No, goodbye. Like, sounds, like well he was, sounds like he was disappointed that your uh, yeah. alternative lifestyle wasn't working out as badly you, as he thought it might. He yeah. got me because he wanted to, pres to prescribe statins. Yeah. yeah. He got yeah. me, uh, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was they're, the they're quick on the statin uh, <laughs> yeah. prescriptions if you go in there and there's any mention of any sort of cholesterol. Oh, statins, yeah. statins. Yeah. 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 My, my doc said to me, um, I want to I want to get you on statins. And I said, well, I'll go do a, talking about it before we'll go do a coronary calcium score and if it comes back i'll i'll get on them and mm. came back zero and nobody nobody followed up <laughs> nobody rang me back nobody said anything yeah. another disappointed Amazing. doctor yeah. yeah so i thought oh, okay there's yeah. a big gap between natural health and uh conventional medicine at the moment yeah. isn't there in terms of mm. thinking and it just seem to be polar opposites which is a shame yeah, it's yeah. a shame there's not more in integration of all this knowledge into one sort of one-stop shop for for mm. wellness because mm. seems it's getting worse too i mean you go and speak yeah. to those guys and everything is just a prescription or a pill yeah. We're sort of at the other end of the spectrum where everything is diet and lifestyle. and um, It's like conventional medicine's aim is to keep us constantly um, unhealthy. Yeah. You know, yeah. for their own I mean, the industry. Problem, the problem industry I have benefit. with that is you mm. go and then they give you a tablet, but it never cures you. It just suppresses what's happening for the rest. You take a tablet forever. Yeah. Well, if, if there was an end day, if there was a cure, they said take it for eight weeks and you get better. I might go, oh, yeah, maybe, but. Let's just mark the symptoms. Let's, the, let's the just symptoms. dull the symptoms down so they're sub-perceptual. You don't notice they're there. Everything's still happening below the surface. Um, but you've got to take this tablet forever. Well, yeah. there, is, there is a whole podcast on the medical system, isn't there? Oh, yeah, could, yeah. And how bad it is. Not, not to bag them out. Like doctors are you know, probably good people for the most part, but it's just, oh, it's just a big divide at the moment. They're trying in, their best. In, in they're thinking, stuck yeah. in this and system. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole, that, that whole thinking, that whole paradigm. They're stuck in. They've been trained in it. 
Yeah. A lot of them, if they think differently, they they lose their license. Yeah, they yeah. they got to go with, yeah. with yeah. yeah. And I think and also, like you said, like you, you've done some training in nutrition as well, and some doctors might go and do training in nutrition, but for a five or a seven minute consult, you're not going to give anyone any real golden nuggets to go away and work no. on. It's really just a model where you sit down. What are your symptoms? Here's the mm. pill for it. Out you go. There's no time for health coaching and that sort of thing. It's mm. just a. And most a, people want that. Yeah. General population. Yeah. Well, it's easier. Probably, yeah. I'm going to take take this. Drug and I'll be I'll be good. Mm. Don't yeah. I think I think the greater answer. concern in all that, guys, which we've sort of briefly touched on before, and Matt, I don't know if you've sort of had to be relatively careful yourself the last few years, but there seems to be a, a real shift across uh, all areas of of medical practice. You know, whether it's mental health, and general GP practice, hospitalisation, all that sort of thing around there is a real uh, quietening down of, of people having opinions. I know, uh, I, I won't say who it is, but we all know who the governing body of psychology is uh, within Australia and, and certainly free thought within, within that um, area of practice has been very restricted um, in the last couple of years. And, and, you know, when we look at what the, I guess the ethos of medical practice in around the world has been, I think one of their footprints is, is do no harm. And, and mm. I think the scary thing is, is we see a lot of um, highly qualified, highly skilled medical practitioners who called out a lot of the nonsense in the last few years who have been pushed out of practice. Um, and I just wondered, Matt, is that something you've had to be careful with as well? Is there, is there any, regulators or regulations you've had to adhere to in order to still, um, I guess, continue promoting a message that would be considered a little bit outside the box? That's a really, yeah, you raised some really good points and, and that's a good question. So my outlet is on Instagram. Yeah. Um, still have to be mindful about the message because I know if, if people are sharing that and um, it's if it's too extreme, I guess you call it, um, yeah, there's some people that have their posts removed. Um, if people are, are, say, if they've got a YouTube channel, we've seen a lot of YouTube channels removed in the last two, three years. I don't want to be one of those people. Still want to put the message out there. So just got to be mindful not to push it too much. But with what, what, what I do, I think there's a lot of other people in the health sphere, in a you know, carnivore meat-based sphere, um, the message, you know, almost all the time is is really positive and really good. Yeah. Um, and we back it up with evidence. If I post something and I've got the info there, I've got the sources. Like there's evidence behind it. It's not yeah. just I'm not just not, you know, drawing the information from thin air. Yeah. There's there's something substantial behind it. So you've never had a post uh, flagged. Flagged. Not yet. Yeah. That'd be interesting. <laughs> well. You've been flagged. <laughs> yeah. Misinformation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's we're, we're living a, of honor, isn't we live it? in a climate yeah. now yeah. where, um, like you just said, you have the evidence there. Sometimes even evidence counts for shit. That's right. You know, like they just, it's irrelevant. They ignore it. Right. Yeah. Right. I think the biggest issue against uh, carnivore at the moment, and I'm quite a fan of the carnivore, carnivore diet, I think it's got some, some really good health benefits, is uh, this environmental sort of angle that they mm. come against it. Beef's going to destroy the world and climate change and... Um, mm. I see that as being a, a barrier maybe moving forward in the coming years of uh, sort of meat-based, red meat-based diets. Especially meat, yeah, it's, it's one of the things. A lot of people are promoting um, sustainable farming, mm. regenerative yeah. farming. Yes. I think that's, yeah. that's the way to go. Yeah. That's yeah. the answer to I this agree. argument, that's, isn't it, about is, the fake yeah. meat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's great for, if you look at, for the planet, moving away from monocropping and large-scale industrial farming and going back to small farms. Chemicals. Yeah, and, yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, having organic food, whether that's yeah. organic produce or free range animals that are healthy yeah and it's all that's really good for soil health as well yeah, it all, yeah. it's all a, a great cycle I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more yeah. so yeah. it's yeah. um yeah definitely well, even, definitely even the, the cows can graze on hills and stuff we can't monocrop those hills so they're gonna that's walk a great, around great yep. argument yeah they're, that's right yeah they're not we're not chopping down rainforests or they might be in brazil for beef production, yeah. but in almost every other place in the world, you can have cows on hillsides, yeah. rocky places, and same as definitely sheep and yeah. goats. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. We don't need to clear land. They've oh, got some of land the that's that's unused mm -hmm. that you can't build on, yeah. you can't grow yeah. on. 
Yeah, I've seen some cattle farms out in the Pilbara, and it's like a rocky desert. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst land. <laughs> there's and cows everywhere they're out there. Cattle out there, they're grazing <laughs> thousands and thousands of head of cattle. It's like, what a great use of the land, because it's not 50, very fertile uh, cropping. 50 degrees out there. Oh, brutal. The leather, the leather will be leathery. Oh, yeah. But, but then you've got philanthropists who wow. are trying to push their fake meat, you know, they need to get rid of these the, the cattle industry. Uh, I, I don't see yeah, it happening. I'm not a, not a I huge mean, fan of the soy-based meat. It's just me. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, if it's got 30 ingredients, it must be good, right? <laughs> more, more ingredients, the better. Yeah. A couple of chemicals in there. Yeah. <laughs> if you turn that around, and I tell people, if yeah. there's something on in the food that you can't pronounce, exactly, don't eat it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very simple. Yeah. Don't eat it. Well, don't don't put it on your skin. Don't put it on you your know? skin. Yeah, we, we've talked about sunscreens yeah. and a lot of yeah. things with you know, these chemical compounds on there that you wouldn't even if you had to put them all into a glass and drink it, you wouldn't go near it. Why put it on your skin? Exactly. Mm. And ev- all the those toxins in beauty products and <laughs> shampoos and soaps, they're, they're full of yeah. so many toxic phthalates. compounds. Yeah. Mm. Phthalates. We're big on the phthalate. Yeah. yeah. So we've got nutrition. Yeah, we could circle back. Number two? We, we could talk about yeah, all we sorts could, of stuff yeah. all day, right? <laughs> yeah. this, this could be a 10-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, nutrition, yeah, I was going to touch on creatine in meat. Big ah, one. Yes. Yeah. Do you supplement with creatine? No, I just eat every no no supplements. Yeah, you don't have no subs at all. No subs at all. Uh, I mean, if you're eating a kilo of red meat, yeah. you'd be getting tons get of creatine. Tons. You would not I've need got to. Got that? Uh, some organ meats. I call them my my natural supplements. Yeah, yeah. a little bit yeah. of liver, kidney, yeah, heart. Don't overdo it too much. Just here and there. Um, yeah, you got omega threes as well in meat, uh, and fish is a big one. Yeah. yeah. So I have fish sometimes, hmm. sardines, smaller fish. Yeah, perfect. Um, and I combine that with intermittent fasting. Oh yeah. So I don't. Be number two. So if, we, if we're giving you three, as the I'm going to tie it in with nutrition. Okay. Well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah tricky. Yeah. Uh, can I can I ask, Matty? We've spoken a bit on the podcast about um, supplementation, and one of the one of the most underutilized supplements across the planet um, that we all sort of used relatively regularly was magnesium. Mm. Um, now, if you're not u- utilizing any supplements, where are you getting your magnesium from and, and how do you find your levels of magnesium? That's something I didn't get tested. That's a good question. I know there's magnesium in fish. Um, I don't eat avocados. Um, and eggs have some magnesium. I eat quite a lot of eggs. It's good to check those levels, but like with the GP I saw, he asked a few questions and said, well, basically I don't need to test anything because you're in perfect health. I said, yeah. please test something because that's why I'm here. I think if I went back, that would be one of them because I know some people in the meat-based carnivore community, they can be low in magnesium, potassium. Mm. There's a couple of big ones. Yeah. Saladino talks about the magnesium might be the normal daily values being higher than he right. thinks you need. Yeah, That's all, all those standard values are based on a standard yeah. American or yeah. Australian diet as well. Yeah. Where they may not be absorbing those eff- effectively. How did you start off with your intermittent fasting? What sort of, um, how, what were the hour breakups that you started with or and have you progressed to another six, protocol? 16, eight to have two meals, sometimes extend that. So eat two meals within a eight hour window. So I eat around 9.30 and again around 4.35. So if I have a meat-based meal in the morning, I won't be hungry until 5. Mm. It's pretty satiating, isn't it, eating the meat? Oh, so is. I might have a little snack in the middle of the day, like occasionally eat a piece of fruit, have a glass of raw raw milk, have some yogurt, but that's about it in the middle of the day. And then another big meat-based meal at the end of the day. Mm. Is that with the family for for dinner? How do you you, um, integrate that? my kids are on board. They're starting to eat in the same way. Oh, yeah, nice. My younger yeah. son, he's just about to turn 15. He said, I want to get ripped. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do I do? Great. Well, isn't that like, perfect? You come to the right place. <laughs> yeah. Perfect to be a great role model for your kids. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, so we eat in the same way, two meals a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, great. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, two meals, two meat-based meals. And then it's really easy to fast because I'm so satiated. Mm. After that second meal, I wake up and I'm not even hungry, really. Yeah. It's very different to coming off those uh, high-carb insulin spikes, yeah. isn't it? And then you oh, crash definitely. and you're so hungry and you feel like you just can't cope with any food. And, and snacking all the time. I used to open up my pantry every two yeah. hours. Like, I've got to eat something. Yeah. Like snack. when you're a fat burner, you just got sort of s- just smooth energy. Mm. doesn't seem to be any 
Yeah. And I noticed yeah. that translates really well with my workouts when I'm, um, yeah, eating this way. Fast, fasted workouts? I've tried fasted workouts, no yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, but just eating two meals a day and yeah. then working out. Yep. Um, I've got sustained energy. I could climb for two, two and a half hours, yeah, no yeah. problem. It's just yeah. incredible compared to how I was in the past and how I used to eat in the past. And I couldn't last 45 minutes in the gym. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. different now. It's amazing the energy levels that you can uh, acquire from the, the fasting. Mm. And I mean, I, I'm sort of more keto sort of base. I have a high fat uh, diet and I just find that if I'm eating it around one o'clock, two o'clock in the Arvo, yeah. I've still got this great energy to go get me through to the afternoon and evening. I'm still doing things with unlimited amount of energy. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a great feeling. That's uh, we're, we're fat burners. I think maybe mm. we're all fat yeah. burners. I'm the yeah. same. I eat a lot of fat and I get, I source it from meat. So fatty cuts of meat. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's important to be a fat burner because you can stay in, sustain those workouts for long periods. Yeah. You're not going to get hungry as well. So is your workout in the middle of your meals, is it? So you, you said you eat at 9.30 in the morning and your next one's at around at five-ish? 4.35 and then I'll go and work out around 6.30. Okay. So yep. an hour and a half after. Yeah. Feels fine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And do you, like, in between those, are you are you climbing or doing anything? What do you do for work? I'm a business coach, so I help people get into small, right. small business for the first time. Yeah. That's a full-time gig. Yeah, right. Online training, uh, yep. working for a company. We get funded by the federal government. Yeah. So it's all a, a government scheme to get people into small business. Oh, okay. So we do that. Yeah. Yeah. Work yeah, with uh, naturopaths, nutritionalists, sort of keep it on the low, what I do on the side in case people... Raise the eyebrows. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Keep it on the low. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's bigger conflicts in the world, isn't there? Yeah. And if they're my clients, I don't want to Yeah, yeah. Don't wanna conflict with them. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, energy levels is just one benefit of intermittent fasting. There are so many other benefits. Mm. You know, just uh, overall health and, and just that you talked about um, brain fog earlier that you mm. had previously. I mean, that the, the intermittent fasting just... You know, it clears that up. You just you you're sort of so much more aware, and you just don't have that sluggishness. You're running on a different fuel, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also it drives muscle growth. Mm. So you've got that in combination with mm. eating yeah, a meat heavy diet. You get that protein from the meat. You've got all those other nutrients that are going to like yep. creatine is going to drive muscle growth yep. and strength. And then you've got intermittent fasting is going to drive muscle growth growth, growth hormones. Yeah, yeah. So you yep. got those two together. Yeah, good um, recipe. So moving on to the second point, yeah, we'll, we'll get there today. Yeah, yeah, no, we got, uh, it's we got a simple one. It's exercise. Yep, uh, and that's another one that's going to drive, of course, muscle growth. It's going to drive testosterone. So fatty cuts of meat, um, fasting, and exercise all can drive your big heavy compound mm. exercises. Your squats, your deadlifts. I find I've, I've yeah, read that definitely. those those are good contributors to sprinting. Yeah, explosive, explosive, explosive. I've read sort of that movements. those are really good. I've I've read that yeah they are good saying? at uh, boosting testosterone. Oh yeah, uh, those sorry. those heavy compound yeah, sorry, exercises. I, you kind of sound like I've read about these things called deadlifting, and, and, and maybe <laughs> one day I'll try it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you deadlift, deadlift two hundred over there, mate. I've seen some people in on YouTube doing. It. I was like, yeah, I'll try yeah, that. Yeah, I've though. read about this. I've read about <laughs> this deadlifting thing. Yeah, yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry, I cut you off there. But even um, just a, a half an hour walk, you know, it doesn't have to be. You know, start with that. Yeah. yeah. Feels I was going to ask, zone two cardio is pretty big at the moment. And, you know, the the, well, the 10,000 steps is a, it's an arbitrary number, isn't it? But it's something to aim for. It's it's a little bit of movement. We talked about starting that health journey. Maybe that's a good one, going for a walk. Oh, it's the best way to trim body fat. Mm. I just find if I just spent w two weeks of maybe three times a week doing a fast walk at 45 minutes and I'm walking like I'm in a hurry, yeah. my body fat just, I'm ripped. You're, you're big on that. Weeks. I remember you talking about that years, yeah, years well, ago. Yeah, well, when I was kickboxing, there were some fighters that were like preparing for their weigh-ins, and they would obviously um, you know, dial down their training intensity before the fight. But they would do those long walks, uh, keeping their heart rate up. But they would just also trim their body fat as well uh, for their weigh-ins, and obviously for, for for looking fitter in the fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. super good after a meal as well. If you had your nighttime meal, sure. go for a walk, and you're sort of burning off all that energy from dinner and. Just really aids with uh, fat burning and yeah, yeah. glucose regulation. Yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm big on walks too. Yeah, especially out in the sun. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're near the beach. Walking, yeah, on near the, the beach. Oh, five minutes away. Yeah, get grounded. So get grounded. Barefoot walking in the sun. Beauty. Yeah. Go to the local park. Shirt off. Barefoot. Yeah. Sometimes people give me a look and I'm like, 
Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I an ancestral man in the park. Yeah. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> I think that's Mickey Max was a big one on the on the grounding and getting the light and yeah, it was a good one. And that that moves on to my third point: vitamin D, getting in oh, the yeah. sun. There you yeah. go. Good segue. Yeah. Yeah. Great it's going to drive testosterone again. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's a huge one. Yeah. There's not enough sun exposure. People yeah. in offices generally and yeah. at home and safe yeah. safe sun exposure. So yeah, safe. <laughs> yeah, you know when like I I don't wear sunscreen. Yeah, don't do yeah. Me none of us do. So. But no, you can no. you can acclimatize yourself to the sun. Yes, I mean, I, I know that in springtime I start wearing no shirt out the back. You know, mowing the lawn, whatever. I don't get burnt, but I start to brown up a little bit. But I never get red skin. Yeah. Mm. And then obviously, um, by the by summertime, I've I can still go out and wear a no shirt. I don't I don't, I don't burn. Mm. Obviously, avoiding you know maybe eleven to one o'clock in the afternoon, a real hot summer's day. Mm. Then but you can cover up, can't you? You can get a bit of sun. You can, yeah. Cover up. Chuck a hat on or chuck a shirt on, you know. But you can definitely acclimatize your skin mm. to the yeah. to the sun. Definitely, mm. I think diet plays a big part as well. You know, if you're sort of very inflamed and you've got a lot of seed oils in your diet and things like that, you're going to burn really quick. Whereas if you've got a pretty good, clean diet, you're going to have a lot more resistance to the sun. So, so your first point definitely, I would say, comes into sort of managing your your sun exposure, so you're not getting burnt. Yeah, yeah. When I mean, you've got people jumping in the, out of out of their homes after brekkie, hopping in the car, going to work, spending the day in the office, maybe might go out for a walk to get a something, probably shit food in the city. You know, at lunch break, back in the office, back in the car, home. How much sun have they seen for the day? Mm. No sun. Yeah. Three, we're terrified of the 3, sun. Steps, People are maybe. bloody shit scared of the sun. Yeah, yeah. you're going to go out in the sun for out there five minutes and you're going to get skin cancer. Yeah, yep. no, come on, we're all chronically deficient. Um, Not all of us, but I'm sure you guys noticed as well when you made the shift when you cut out sugar and seed oils. Yeah, I used big. to burn in 15, yeah. 20 minutes. I was it's pale. A big difference. I was even less, I yeah. reckon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seed oils are massive. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Contribute to burn. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so easy to tan now. Yeah. Now, you know, w- when spring came, sort of eased into it. It's a bit hard, you know, if you haven't had that much sun through the yeah. winter. But like yeah. you said, you can ease, ease into it. Yeah. Build up the tolerance again. And then in the middle of summer, you can handle it. Yeah. And go out for an hour, an hour and a half, no problem. Yeah. And if it yeah. gets too hot, just put on a shirt and a hat. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I mean, that's what Ancestral Man would have done. He wouldn't have been standing out in the middle of the midday sun just simmering on a really hot day you would of have found a not. shady tree and yeah. y- you know it's, it's natural isn't it like no, his energy, the sun no, just no human you. is gonna just stand out in the sun all day but i think we're way too scared of the sun and we need to just work it into our life and work out ways to be in it if you've got to carry a hat and you put one on after a while then so be it but yeah. Yeah. you know get your shirt off and get your body exposed and yeah. mm. get out and show as much of your body to the sun as you possibly can and, and get that whole body vitamin uh you know, sun exposure, so you're getting vitamin D. It's yeah. super important. And if you do need to maybe screen up, maybe if you have to, get some, some of those natural alternative zinc. natural zincs or like avocado sun cream, that sort of stuff. There's yep. alternatives out there than the mainstream chemical-based sun exactly, creams. Exactly, yeah. I use oxybenzene sun creams. I'm out the whole day, like on a boat. Uh, I do free diving as well, so sometimes yeah. out the whole day at Rotto. I got some surf wax. Just put that on my nose and my forehead. All oh, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is great. It's just it's natural wax, uh, beeswax and yeah. zinc. Beauty. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Is that it's like the wax you put on a board? Oh, it's called surf wax. It's uh, oh. zinc for surface. Yeah. Right. Oh right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought you talked sex wax. Oh, sex, know, wax. Oh, yeah. sex wax. <laughs> hey, Smitty, weren't surf you saying um, coconut oil has an SPF factor? Yeah, it's got an SPF of like uh, seven, or seven eight or, or eight or something like that. Just, yeah, just right. extra virgin coconut oil. So, yeah. I mean, that's you know, you you would eat that. I do eat that. Yeah. Um, you smell amazing. You, you smell yeah. very nutty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've Have been a real um, shine about you. Yeah, I've yeah. been moisturising with that oh, in yeah. the mornings oh. after and after and in yeah. the evening after a shower. I've just been using the coconut oil all over my skin. It feels great. I love it. Really mm. nice. I love the smell of coconut. Radiant. Yeah. Radiant. Yeah. And, and it doesn't stay oily for too long. It soaks mm. in pretty quick. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then the old um, swashing around the mouth that we talked about. Oh, yeah. Oil yeah. pulling. Yeah. Oil pulling. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, vitamin D. I've got here, it's, it's, a, it's, a, pro, it's a hormone, pro-hormone. Yeah. Mm. It's essential for, for building muscle. Yeah. So that's another thing. It all comes back to, you know, guys over 40 yeah. want to have a healthy life and lose the fat and gain muscle. There's so much evidence behind having muscle into older age and you know, having 
the, the more muscle you have, basically, the longer you live. Yeah. yeah. You've got better bone health. It's going to drive um, disease rates down. Yep. Or susceptibility to getting disease going to drive it down. So building muscles so super important. Yeah, and just your general functional mobility. You know, you're not hunched over. You're not taking little shuffle steps as you get older. You know, you, you still got a good stride. You got good mm. hip and leg strength. You know, you avoid falls mm. as you get older. I still want to be a sixty year old man doing deadlifts. You are. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you set yourself up for that. What about um, fermented foods, mate? I, I noticed uh, on your um, Instagram you did a uh, fermented beef, and I just want to because it looks so nice when you pulled this piece out of the jar, and, and you said, "Here's a three week piece of beef," and you you took a bite out of it, and it was like nice and sort of like cooked a cooked grey colour on the outside, and a little bit of pink in the inside, like it'd been medium cooked. Mm. Um, how, how do you go about doing that? Because I'm really interested in giving that a try. Is it just water and sugar? Yes, sugar's a good starter for it. Oh, sorry, salt? Is it salt? Yeah, salt. Salt. Um, you can add sugar as a starter. Some people add vegetables to get it going as well. So you could add carrot or something in there to get it fermenting. Okay. Um, so you, can, you can ferment basically anything. I've done, I've done eggs, three-week-old right. eggs. You can leave them in the fridge for... Is that, is that in the shell? Like... No, um, crack them in. Yeah, boil them first. Oh, and, then, yes. and then ferment gotcha. it in in salt. Yeah, you can add some herbs for flavour. So as almost well. like a pickled egg sort of thing. Like oh, a pickled egg. Yeah, yeah obviously yeah. fermented. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean sugar. I meant salt. So with the beef, it's just in salted water, yeah. or, or like you say, some sort of carrot or something to help it ferment. That's right. And um, yeah, you need something to get it going a bit better. If it's just meat, it's not really going to take off. So right, if you okay. add a little bit of sugar or vegetable, it's going to ferment a bit better. Yeah. Um, I, in the past when I ate more veg, um, I used to do fermented carrot. So that's a good one. You can leave them in the jar for a year in the fridge. You've still mm. got a crunch. Yeah, right. Um, kimchi. And how long can kimchi. you, how can you leave the beef? It starts to get a bit soft after about six weeks. Right. Um, nice. eggs a month. I've done a month and then take mm. them out and they kind of crumble. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't right. last as long. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. you can imagine in the past, people, they didn't have refrigeration. Yeah, they they well, salted everything. pretty yeah. ancestral for sure. Things were fermented yeah. uh, right through Europe when during the winter they used to ferment yeah. everything, have them in jars. Yeah. Mm. So they'd have a big crop, you know, growing season, big, big, big produce. Yeah. And then ferment didn't everything. Didn't waste anything. Yeah. yeah. Didn't waste every, anything. And then they could eat that through, yeah. the, um, through the winter. And so good for our, our gut health as well, fermented foods. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. That's a big, big, big one for gut health for adding diversity and better gut flora. Yeah, is is fermented foods yep. and and not fiber. Do you do you ever have any uh, like sauerkraut or kimchi or anything like that, that sort of on the side of your meat or are you pretty I, strict? I do. I add it sometimes. Add it like yeah. I'll, I'll cook up the meat and add sometimes some yeah. sauerkraut or kimchi yeah, or awesome. whatever. Just add something fermented in there, mm. and I make most of it myself. Just add it to the end. Don't want to heat it too much. It's going to kill the good yeah. Uh, yeah. probiotic properties of it. Yeah. Um, right. But that's something I throw in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th I think that's a really good idea just for, like you say, the microbial diversity. Mm. Yeah. 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 I want to give that a go. Yeah. That seems cool. That, good that, little snack. Oh, that piece of steak you, you took out. It looks so nice and juicy. <laughs> good. It was good too. Yeah. Had a lot of flavour. It soaks up. So, uh, I can't remember what I put in it. It might have been um, some herbs and pepper. Yeah. And it really soaks up those flavours too. Yeah, right. Enhances that. Yeah. You must like the sound of that, Mickey, eh? Oh, occasionally, Ruth. You know, <laughs> back on the meat train sporadically, my friend. Good. You started eating some meat, Mick? Yeah, I've incorporated in... Sorry, Matt. I'm sure the boys have uh, filled you in on uh, on a, a, few, a few differences here. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm consuming red meat now sort of once every 10 days. Um, Are you feeling better uh, for it? Yeah, I think I am. I mean, I think um, after, uh, you know, being plant-based for so long, it was six years, um, you've, you've got a big shift in the gut microbiome and, and all sorts of things going on. So, um, you know, a few tummy upsets and things like that in starting out. Also, being in a regional community, um, I, I, you know, I wasn't prepared to sort of just go and get the stuff off the shelf from Woolies or Coles. So you're sourcing that quality butcher that could make sure we were we were getting a good um, good 
source of meat. Uh, and actually, in the last couple of weeks, we've gone a step further. We've now um, we've now linked into a uh, like a farming syndicate, which was like a family oh, yeah. that. Um, that have their own cattle, um, and then they they um, they know exactly where their meat's coming from and all that sort of thing. And just through making a connection there through Kimmy and um, some of the work she's been doing up here in the community, um, we've managed to sort of be invited into that syndicate. So we're now purchasing sort of a large quantity of meat um, uh, and, and freezing it, and but we know where the source is. So yeah, I think I'm I'm getting to the point now where certainly I'm enjoying um you know my body's getting back to feeling more like uh, what i would imagine my optimal level is um just with a few adjustments still but i, I think the next three months will be when i'll really get to see the the benefits you'll be nose to tail in no time mate eat all of that animal <laughs> yeah, exactly so matt if you had a um like a 40 year old guy come to you a bit of a dad bod said mate i'm I need to change something. I'm not happy here. What am what do I, what do I do? You've mentioned a few things: nutrition, exercise, vitamin D. The old dad bod dad comes up. What are the first things? I mean, obviously those first two would probably be advice for him: nutrition and exercise. They are key. And vitamin D. You've got to ease into it. You got to, but you got to cut out the crap first. Yeah. I'd start with that. Yeah. Cut out the crap. So start processed with foods. processed foods. I'd go through, if I could, like go through his pantry and like cut all that out. Go to the supermarket with him, like don't pick that up. Educate yep. on ingredients, but yep. definitely processed carbs, sugar, seed oils, cut those out. And I can add alcohol to that as well. Yep. It's going to convert into sugar in your body anyway. Cut it out or bring it right down. Um, and start with that, yeah, and then see how you feel. Yeah, cut the cut the crap basically, and see how you feel. Yeah, so keep everything the same. Just cut out those processed foods, those processed if, carbs. If yeah, for some people it's going to be a long journey. Yeah, you need to start yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah. So I'd say cut the crap first, and then start to increase the meat, or do it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but it's very hard to go from standard Australian diet mm. to carnivore or a, a meat heavy diet. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big shift. Well, Mick, you did that, didn't you? You went through your pantry and, and pretty much you didn't have much left after you'd cut, got rid of all the processed and things with multiple ingredients in there that you couldn't pronounce. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously when Wifey got crook, we, we did a massive overhaul and we were already a pretty healthy family. Um, you know, um, certainly exercise, high-level exercise and um healthy eating was a big part of our life but i think it is it's pretty confronting when you you know you you look at some of the things you're consuming thinking they're healthy um and i think as matt said earlier you when you actually dive into the ingredients list and you, you're looking at names that you you can't even say let alone understand um it's pretty indicative of you know, all of the fillers and things that are going in and how detrimental it can be to your health when you start to look into it. Mm. I, I wanted to ask, Matt, what, what um, you know, Ruse asked a really good question there. And I guess just extending on from that, how, how big of an impact, um, you know, we've all been through a relatively stressful couple of years. I think men he heading into midlife in general can be a relatively stressful um, time as well in terms of, cognitive shifts, biological shifts, all of those sorts of things. How much of an impact do you think that stress reduction plays on on people, I guess, stepping successfully into this healthier way of living that you're promoting? Mm. Stress is huge. Um, and it's very hard for people in full-time jobs to reduce the stress. But there's other things you can do. I mean, yeah, it's really good to try to achieve a work-life balance. A lot of, I've heard a lot of people say that they, they can't do it, they don't have time to exercise, but I, I, I do sometimes do 40, 45 hours a week. Like, I, I, I can do it. You know, if I can do it, other people can. You find there's, time. There's time. You find time. Just get off uh, social media. Get off, uh, don't watch so much Netflix. Just get away from the distractions. Work out. Focus on nutrient-dense food. Um, 
I think that's a start. And I also said you cut out the crap because they're the main drivers of metabolic disorder. So all these things are going to reduce your stress as well. Stress is on your body. Um, another one is just getting enough sleep and cutting out the, the blue light at night. They're going to drive up the stress. Yeah, sleep's massive, isn't it? Particularly like dudes going into their 40s, interrupted sleep becomes a bit of a pattern. Mm. You know, waking up at 2 or 3 in the morning, there's something not, not right there. I know I had the same problem myself. Snoring. Mm. Yeah, snoring. You, you had that problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, my sleep's a lot better now. I've been practising a few things that we've talked about, you know, like getting up in the morning, um, doing the ice uh, ice therapy, mm. whether it be a real cold shower or I jump in my cold pool. I look at look in the sun's direction for five minutes as soon as I got out of bed. Um, attempt also to see the setting sun sky uh, at the end of the day. Uh, those things I reckon have helped. Matt, just going back to uh, vitamin D, you mentioned its importance for general wellness and uh, muscle building, and I hundred percent agree with that. Do you recommend people get all their vitamin D uh, from the sun, or do you recommend a combination of that and supplementation? Or I know vitamin D will last in our system for three months if we're not getting anything. Mm. It's the way our bodies are designed, so that'll get us through the colder period of the year when there's not much sun. But we're in Australia, like, come on, we've got, we've got so much sun. Yeah. Even in the summer, we've got so many sunny days. Yeah. Um, some people, they if they're not able to absorb vitamin D very well from the sun, they can take supplements. So at least we've got that option, but I personally, I don't need it. Yeah. I get this plenty of sun at the beach yeah and i just i'm just mindful of i try not to get too much because i can still burn if i'm outside for an hour and a half in the midday sun so yeah it's got to cover up but don't for me i i don't need it yeah i guess those northern hemisphere countries where they don't see daylight uh for some few months of the year and they all start going wacky losing their shit yeah uh they've their, their vitamin d levels have depleted drastically yeah. They could, that would probably be beneficial for supplementation. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be quite a big fan of getting as much sun as you can and maybe also some vitamin D supplementation, but there's some research out there that suggests maybe it's not as good as we thought. Oh, really? I think nature nature is probably the best way. I think I think you're mm. spot on, Matt. I agree with you 100%. Get it from the sun if you can. Maybe if it's like an extreme example, you live in uh, you know very high latitude places or something like that, maybe take a bit of supplementation. But, yeah, natural is always better, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, there's some evidence to, shit to suggest most supplements um, because they're chemical in nature, com- chemical compounds. It's harder for our body to, to absorb them. Yeah. If you're getting it from vitamin D from the sun or nutrients from food, it's the best source. Yeah. Going to going to ab- absorb that a lot better. Yep. Yeah. What about barefoot, mate? Are you a barefoot yeah. walker? Do you run? I... I do some sprints. I do walks, not not runs. Yep. Down the beach, uh, grassy areas. I love barefoot. I love going yeah. barefoot everywhere. Yes. Except for the local coals, I don't do it down there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't go to the supermarket, but you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I know what you like. Uh, what where, you mean? You can look like I a can. hobo if you're walking around the shops <laughs> with no shoes on. But I don't you're mind. Not, it. I you're don't not care. really connecting with the earth on a coal. No, that's right. Uh, uh, no. no. Uh, yeah, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Every opportunity. And you spend a bit of time down the beach. Yeah. Yeah, definitely with the holidays coming up, I'll be down there every day. Yeah. Uh, early morning walks, swims, yep. uh, sunsets. So like being in the sun and watching the sun too, a bit of sun gazing. Yep. Sunsets and sunrises are great. Yeah. Good for eye health, mm. doing mm. that sort of thing. Yep. Any other tips and little quirks that you've got that you can I pass think on? the older you get, the harder it is to lose it. So yeah. make a start now. Yeah. We've talked about a lot of stuff today. There's a lot of suggestions there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if a lot of those sound a bit difficult, start with walks. Get in the sun and go for walks. Yeah. And then look through ingredients and go, which ones have seed oils? Chuck them out. Mm. And then there's little things you can do to get started. Yeah, we haven't really we haven't really touched on seed oils too much other than sort of it, them being processed. But mm. yeah. And getting rid of them. Getting rid of them, yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, Matt just touched on it there, and one of the things that you've mentioned in a previous podcast, which I love, is even if you're the only dietary change you're going to yeah. make was don't buy food that contains seed oil, you're pretty much going to get rid of all your processed food straight up because yeah. almost all processed food will mm. contain seed oil. So if yeah. you just went on a mission to eliminate seed oil out of your diets, you're pretty much just going to be eating fresh, unprocessed yeah. food. Exactly. I yeah. think I actually so think if you want to distill it down, I think it was Matt's post about uh, there was some. Healthy, oh, my daughter 
he's not happy with you because it was uh, <laughs> it was a hazelnut spread. It wasn't Nutella. Was it the Panna one? The Panna, and, it's uh, and you went in the it's supposed to be a healthy healthy yeah. spread. Yeah, so it's got seed oils on it. Yeah, too. and and I saw that video of yours, and I went in. I said, I like, I'm sorry, this is out. She got real upset. <laughs> so it's, got, it's got oils in it. I didn't know. We didn't know, you know. That sunflower oils and everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, label on a muesli yeah. bar, your cereal. All your yeah. alternative milks. Everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah and the so-called healthy foods. Mm. How many parents pack muesli bars in a yeah. lunchbox? Yeah. Now, that was the post where I went to the supermarket and I said, yes. let's yeah. find some seed oils yeah. and some everyday stuff. And there was yeah. Uncle Toby's muesli bars. Yeah. That spread. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that's supposed to be healthy. They, you know, they... They play it off as it's not great it's marketing, not Nutella. Isn't it? yeah, yeah, it's not Nutella. It's all natural, you know. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been called organic. Yeah, because I mean that that's probably why my wife got it. It's, it's not. Nutella, I guess it puts um, proof to the fact that you, when you do your shopping, you just stick to the periphery of the shopping center, don't you? Out there, you, know, you the stay out of the, the middle of it because that's full yeah. of shit. Around the outside, the outside got your fruit, your meats, yeah. dairy, and veggies, whatever. Or even better, do what Mickey Mac did and get into a co-op or some sort of yeah. uh, buying mm. group where they just buy in good quality organic stuff and yeah. mm. order as a collective and su- support the little uh, sort of up-and-coming things rather than the big supermarkets that aren't really doing us any favours. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to look at um, at um, my local butcher a bit more. I often just ignore them. I'll go to the local IGA, you know, get my meat there. But I'll, I'm going to definitely start looking at uh, making that change. Mm. Yeah, supporting the local butcher and getting maybe some more organ meats into me. Yeah, you'll mm. find some different stuff in the butchers. Yeah. I've got another one. It's uh, it's a Euro-style butcher. I think that's the, the name, Triple Lake. They do uh, bone marrow. They do a lot yeah. of pork mm. stuff too. Mm. Don't eat much pork, but, you know, yeah. sometimes I'll, I'll add it. But the bone marrow there is great. Awesome. Cook it up in the oven for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like it's like gelatin. It's, it's beautiful. Add really? a bit of salt to it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing for getting that uh, gelatin. Mm. Yeah. So when you buy it, it's like a, a jelly. No, it's in the in the bone. So oh. they've cut the bone into pieces. You can see that it's like a jelly inside. Yeah. And then you just chuck it in the oven for 20 minutes. And then you scoop it out. Oh. Mm. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, right. Mm. See, that's something new. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Get on that. Yeah. So, mate, any, any downsides you've come across to carnivore? Is there anything that you are aware of or that you, you sort of don't like about it? It's hard having a six-pack all the time. <laughs> oh, tough. <laughs> um, no, but I know there's a bit of uh, infighting in the community. There's Is a whole it? thing that's happened with Liver King and then you've oh, got yeah. uh, Bart K and Saladino at each other and mm. there's, got, there's a bit of disagreements in the community. And I yeah. think, like, for listeners, I think we're all the same. We listen to little bits and pieces from all of them. And we just yeah. put it together and we, we create our own diet. Yeah, well, I think you, you don't have fo- to follow one person. Yeah, and no. you find what works for you. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and you find that, okay, this is, this is working for me. I feel good. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm doing the right things. I've eliminated this. I've taken on this and I feel great. Yeah. Well, Saladino mm. talks about it all the time. You know, if you, if you feel good, keep doing what you're doing. But if mm. you don't, here's an alternative. And mm. everyone's different. Everyone's diet is individualized. Find out what works for you. Mm. Everybody's. Body is different. Yeah, I kind of respect yeah. Saladino's journey a bit because he sort of started out and he was sort of more hardcore, yeah, carnivore. Yeah. But then a couple of years down the track, that sort of stopped working for him a little bit. So he started mm. integrating a few other things and he's yeah. sort of finding his balance. And mm. sometimes it's quite hard to make that change and step back from some almost dogma that you've put down to say mm. do this. And then you go, well, actually, this works a little bit better. So I, you know, I kind of respect that. Yeah, because he's introduced a lot more fruit and honey. He now, has honey, honey yeah. and fruit, and um, he's actually having quite a lot of carbs now. If you look at his. Yeah, right. A couple of hundred daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is which is right up there. I mean, mm. yeah. Um, so you're no no carbs at all, Matt. You're uh, occasionally, yep. from a little bit of fruit. Yeah, yeah. So I like to be more metabolically flexible. Yep. So if I add carbs, I don't want to have a reaction to that. So a lot of people that do eat meat for many many years, if they do reintroduce carbs, uh, they're going to have a problem. Yeah. So I want my body to be able to. I'm a fat burner most of the time, but if I introduce carbs and have a bit of glucose, I want to be able to switch it up. Yep. So I've got those reserves there. My body can switch if it needs to and then go back to what it does best, is, which is fat burning. Yeah. yeah. I think there's tons of merit in that. You need to have a good sort of insulin spike every now and then. Mm. Um, like you say, you don't want to be just a fat burner and then have real dramas with any any sort of fruit or carbohydrates you have down the track. I reckon that's a really, really sensible way to do it. Mm. 
Well, yeah. it makes sense, doesn't it? Ancestry. It does. They would have exactly found right. This big bush of berries and just inhaled it or found yep. some honey and just gone nuts. It's like some of those tree roots and tubers. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like some of those tribes they study. They might eat nothing but zebra for a whole week, and then the next week they might find a hive of honey, and yeah. they've measured their blood sugar. It doesn't spike whatsoever because yeah. they've just got such good metabolic flexibility, and their microbiome is so strong that you know they're just adapted to eat all these natural foods. Mm. So. Yeah, I respect guys like Sean Baker and stuff like that who can yeah. just eat meat, just yeah, ribeye, ribeye, ribeye. It and works he, for him, obviously, really. I mean, he's a yeah. physical specimen. Yeah. Like, yeah. that guy's an absolute he's unit, and it's obviously working really well for him, and yeah. he's a doctor. Mm. Yeah, that could be a good way to, to wind it up. I've got a list here of things we didn't ask, Matt, so we might have to get you on the podcast again and come in <laughs> and ask a few more things. But I think that's really good, especially leading into well, after Christmas and New Year how we can sort of make a few changes with our New Year's resolutions and, and go from there. Yeah, is, is there anything anyone wanted to finish off with? Any last questions? No, just thanks so much for your time. Mate. Yeah, yeah, thanks for really coming in. It. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, We're so all aligned, I think, in the with the same message. Yeah. Always good yeah. to speak to like-minded people. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks for being our first guest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, very I'm happy privilege. to come on again and awesome. yeah. tackle a different topic. Yeah, yeah. definitely, mate. And Beautiful. If you've got some more questions, mate, we'll uh, hit them up next yeah, time. We'll, we'll yeah, well, this has been a good overview time. for people, hasn't yeah. it? Sort of yep. the 10,000-foot view of all the things you can do, but there's a lot of nitty-gritty there. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, cool. Good Thanks stuff. for your time, good mate. Stuff. Thanks, Matt. Nice yeah. to meet you. Thanks a lot. You too. Appreciate your time. Good on you. Get your air guitar See you ready. Yeah. See you. Thank you.